Hey everybody and welcome to the Heritage Market Update for the second quarter of 2020. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say I hope this video finds you safe and healthy in the midst of all the chaos that's going on in the outside world. As part of our process, we're back again to provide you a transparent update into some of the inner workings of our portfolio strategy and what we're doing behind the scenes to try to maximize value for our clients who entrust us with the responsibility of managing their money. Obviously, you all know the COVID-19 pandemic is having a profound effect on both the U.S. and the global economies. And we want to take a deeper look at that today and let you know where we're seeing opportunities and how we think the next couple months might play out. In response to the COVID-19 pandemic, we've seen uh, large sweeping policies from local, state and federal governments in effect to mitigate uh, the effects of the virus. Naturally, these mitigation measures, which look like shelter in place orders, stay at home, work from home orders, et cetera, have had an impact on the global economy. And we're working very hard uh, to try to quantify that impact and determine if and when it is a good time to selectively add risk in our portfolios. Uh, when the COVID-19 pandemic began to take shape and governments responded accordingly, the market precipitously fell from its all-time highs. And it's left many people to wonder, why did the market fall so hard and so fast compared to previous declines? And I think it's important to understand that in the past, when we look at recessionary environments, recessions generally take several months to take hold and the market has a, a prolonged opportunity to price them in. When you look at the early 2000s, the mid 2000s and the recessions that we went through then, the market priced in those recessions over the period of several months. And when you look at today's recessionary environment that was caused by a hard stop or a lockdown, if you will, on the global economy, uh, the market essentially priced in a recession in less than 10 days, which is why that drop was so precipitous and so quick. Now, it's important to understand that there's actually three different types of recessions on record. You have cyclical recessions, you have structural recessions, and then you have event-driven recessions. We think it's very important to understand the difference between the three because event-driven recessions, which is what we're currently experiencing right now, one outlier event being the catalyst to cause a recession, they tend to be the shortest recessions on record. Uh, so it's very important to understand this recession was not caused by structural damage to the U.S. economy, nor was it caused by the cyclical running of course of uh, growth and, and natural economic tendencies. This was actually driven by an event, whereas you know, two, three months ago, we had a very strong, robust economy. Out here comes this event being COVID-19, and that sets off a recessionary environment. Now, it's also important to remember that markets are a forward-looking indicator that generally looks six to nine months ahead of current time. That's why the market fell much quicker than the COVID-19 showed up here in the United States. And that's also why we believe, and we've been saying for quite some time, the market will begin its recovery long before the COVID-19 pandemic is completely eradicated here in the United States. Now, what do you think, or what do we think the markets are watching for cues as to what comes next? Well, the first thing they're watching is the curve in Europe. It's been said that our data is about 10 to 12 days behind that of our European counterparts, Italy and Spain. So anytime we see improvement in the numbers in those two countries, the market extrapolates that data and assumes that we will eventually see improvements in the data here. The next thing the market is watching is naturally the curve in New York City. 
one of the hardest hit areas and one of our largest cities in the United States, we can look to New York City and see how the virus reacts and responds in that city and try to extrapolate that data across the rest of the country. It's no mistake that as we've seen improvements in the New York City data, that being declining daily hospitalizations and declining ICU admissions, we have seen the market start to firm up and act a little bit better. Now, a question that we're getting a lot is, what do you think the markets have priced in? Well, it's from our best assessment by studying the data. We think the markets have priced in two to three months of an economic shutdown. And if we can keep this lockdown within the constraints of that time frame, we think the markets are fairly priced where they currently sit. We also want to point out there's a big disconnect between the proposed economic impact from the COVID-19 pandemic and shutdown and the actual impact that we saw it have on the stock market. Now, if you look around at all different economic assessments, you'll find that most economists, even on the worst end of the spectrum, estimate that these lockdowns will cost us about three, three and a half trillion dollars as an economy. Well, when the market fell from its high, we saw the market shed $10 trillion of market capitalization, that being market value. So there's a very big disconnect in those two numbers, right? Economists think this will cost us $3 trillion. The market thinks it will cost us $10 trillion. And that major disconnect is what tells us that it is time to be selectively buying in the portfolios. And that's what you've seen with some of the activity recently. We have been net buyers in this market because we are seeing a ton of opportunities to buy great American companies at a discount, and we do not want to pass up those opportunities. So what are we focusing on? How do we know what to buy and what to avoid? Well, number one, we're evaluating companies, right? What is their core business? And will this core business disappear in the new economy? Or is this something that's still going to be as popular as it once was before? We're looking for companies that are quality, large American companies with great stories and deep pockets. We think it's going to be very important that they have strong balance sheets. And if opportunities come up, they'll be able to acquire other companies, mergers, acquisitions, what have you. Uh, but the deeper of the pockets, the better. And we're looking to invest in companies that are in great trends with staying power that the American consumer is not going to turn their back on. Uh, when the economy reopens. You know, another thing uh, we, that we really think is important to remember here is that we understand there's going to be losers in this recession. Every recession creates winners and losers, and we're working as hard as we can to find the winners. We're staying away from the high-risk areas of the economy right now, which would be restaurants and travel and some of the areas that are directly in the crosshairs of this COVID-19 pandemic. But if you look in the market, there's a lot of quality companies to be had at discount prices, some down 30, 40, and 50% from even just six months ago. So we will take those opportunities to add value any chance that we get them. Now, moving ahead, how do we expect the markets to behave? We think you will see more choppiness in the market. You will see more volatility. We do feel encouraged about how the market has behaved over the last two and a half weeks. Uh, there's some certain you know, internal indicators that we watch that have shown that the market is firming up. But naturally, right now, the market is hostage to the data. So if the data around COVID-19 continues to improve here in the United States, we think you could see a sustainable rally take place. But we know there will be days here and there where we get some da bad data points, the market doesn't like it, and the market trades lower. We think this is part of the new normal with the volatility in the markets. Again, we're monitoring the developments very closely. Our portfolio strategy stays extremely nimble at all times, but particularly during times like this. 
So this way, if the numbers and the data change dramatically, we have the ability to change and do so effectively. So with that said, um, you know, I don't want to make this video too long. We just want to give you the information that we think is important to let you know uh, that we're here for you. We have your back. Uh, we thank you for putting your trust and your confidence in us. This is something that we do not take lightly, and we feel that we are well positioned to navigate through this pandemic with you. And we know there will be brighter days ahead for all of us. So with that said, if you want to set up a uh, video conference or a phone call, we're happy to do that. As much as we'd love to see you in person, we are just not allowed to do that just yet. Uh, but we think there will be better days ahead. So reach out to us with any questions you have. And thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe and stay healthy.